0: Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program covering a wide variety of topics of interest to people with vision loss. I'm Nancy Goodman-Torpey.
1: And I'm Pete Torpey.
2: My personal ethos here is that, you know, I want to make the American dream accessible. I fought for it in Afghanistan. I believe in it thoroughly. I've lived it myself, gone from poverty to being able to start a company. I think that the American dream needs to be accessible. And that's part of what we seek to do.
1: And in today's episode, our guest will be talking about exactly how he worked to make that dream accessible to many people. Clusive is the
0: world's first e-learning platform built for and by blind people. We'll talk with Luke Siminer, CEO and co-founder of Clusive, about the motivation for starting Clusive, how it works, and how they are partnering with regional vocational services around the country to train blind people for future employment and connect them with potential employers. But first, for the tip of the week. This week's tip comes from Luke Siminer.
2: I'd say my tip of the week is to be ruthless with your goals and in pursuit of them. You know, you got one life and nothing, nothing can limit you, but you. So go get after it.
1: Well, that's a good attitude. Much of our success in life is based on how hard we're willing to work and work with others and take advice,
2: et cetera. A lot of it is up to us.
1: Absolutely.
2: Agreed, agreed. And reach out to Colusa. That's the second tip. (laughs) That's
1: great. Well, it might help you reach your goals. Support for Eyes on Success
0: is provided by APHConnectCenter.org Empowering people toward independence and success by providing blogs, information, and resources for individuals of all ages who are blind or visually impaired. Information and referral line are at 1-800-232-5463.
2: You are listening
0: to Eyes on Success. 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 Let's start by meeting Luke and learning about the rationale behind creating Clusive.
2: My name is Luke Siminer. I am the CEO and co-founder of Clusive.io, the world's first e-learning platform built for and by people who are blind or low vision.
0: Does that include you?
2: It does not. I'm a Purple Heart recipient from the war in Afghanistan, but uh, my vision is pretty good.
1: And what motivated you to start this service?
2: My first software engineering job, which I worked many jobs after the army, but my first software engineering job, the company, it was a multinational insurance company, came under Title III litigation for ADA noncompliance. Their digital app was not accessible, right? And the firm, the company was going to pay a consulting firm half a million dollars, and it was going to take multiple months to fix. And I said, you know, what if You know, I contract my stepdad. He happens to be blind. uh, And I'll sit him next to me where he finds a break in the application's accessibility. I'll implement a fix in the code. You know, we'll have a really rapid feedback loop. And the CTO and CEO gave me the shock because they didn't really have anything else. And uh, in seven working days, we mitigated that lawsuit, saved the, the company millions of dollars. And at the end of it, I was stoked, right? I got a raise and a promotion. I was on cloud nine and things that you couldn't hope for as a beginning engineer. It's a really hard industry to break into and definitely get comfortable. in. so I was really happy, but my stepdad was very downtrodden and depressed. And I was like, you know, what's going on, man? We just got paid out for seven days of work. Why are you upset? And he tells me, and he says, Luke, for the first time in my life, I feel intellectually valued and it sucks because it's never going to happen again. And that hit me just like a ton of bricks because I was I was diagnosed with dyslexia myself when I was seven. And the school system treated that as a form of mental retardation. That's what they told me. And they threw me in a trailer back behind the school and said I was dumb. And that was it. And it ruined my K through 12 experience. And so my whole life, I, I, too, was just seeking a job where I felt intellectually valued. And when I grew to understand, I, you know, I had deeper conversations with my stepdad at that point. And I realized that. Uh, for most of the blind and visually impaired population, the opportunity to get meaningful jobs is just so incredibly limited. And I realized that I had to, I wanted to do something about that. That was my next mission in life. That was the very start and inspiration of Clusive. So is your
0: father a part of the company?
2: He is not now, sadly.
0: At least he gets to benefit from the work you're doing.
2: Yes. Yes. He, uh, he pursued different interests. The tech startup world wasn't his cup of tea, but... Yes.
0: Eyes on Success is made possible in part by our corporate partners. Underwriting pairs the impact of targeted marketing with the integrity of community goodwill.
1: Learn more by sending an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. This
0: week's focus topic is the Clusive e-learning platform and how it can help people who use magnification or screen readers to learn useful skills and find meaningful employment.
1: Luke, we talked a little bit about Clusive and its motivation. Can you tell us what the mission of Clusive is?
2: We have a few. The biggest mission, the one that's in our bylaws, right? Right written into the bylaws of this company, is to reduce the net amount of suffering in the world. That is our biggest mission. Another vertical we have that on is building unseen talent, right? We're, we're taking a, a population that has been left in the dark by tech, innovation, venture capital, and bringing that to the light. And the other part is that uh, this is an unspoken one, but when we succeed as a company, venture capital, which ultimately is what drives innovation in this great country we'll start to realize that disability tech is an open market and it's a place where companies can grow and thrive. And when that happens, the innovation that is so needed will start being produced at scale. And that's, that's the unspoken one. That's the mission. How long
1: have you been in business? It hasn't been too long, has it?
2: No, it hasn't. The company was formed legally uh, in May of 2021. So technically we've been in business just over a year but the research and the engineering that I started doing began uh, on my own accord, probably a year prior to that, 2020.
1: And you've since gotten a lot of support from state agencies and other government institutions, haven't
2: you? To a degree. Yeah. I mean, we've, it's been hard fought and hard won support (laughs) to say the least. It's an interesting thing. 99% of all vocational rehab dollars go to in-person training, right? But when COVID happened, that, of course, shut down a lot of training and left people looking for for training and opportunity just kind of stuck. Uh, many of the states have been very open and started rolling. But it's taken us getting our initial success and initial proven outcomes to get a lot of the states to begin looking at us.
0: Can you describe and discuss the motivation for the name inclusive and also your logo?
2: Yes. I, I forget who sung the song, I'm Bringing Sexy Back. What we looked at is across the assistive tech and, and disability space of companies, right? Every single company's website looks like a, a dang handicap sign. It's blue and it's white and it's bland and it's just what, what, what are we portraying here? What, where's the excitement about what we're doing and bringing to the market? And so Clusive is a hot pink branded company. With purple accents and a, a dark background and white text sometimes, and the um, the name itself too, right? We're building an inclusive society through what we're doing, but we want us to sit, we want it to be a verb, right? It's not very inclusive of you, and whether that catches on or not, who knows? But the logo is the the same to match, you know. It's a a hexagon with a C for inclusive inside and a connected little galaxy polygon. We start on the outside. The hexagon represents life. It's the only shape that's found on other planets um, throughout nature consistently uh, and you know, as I said, throughout our solar system. So it's represented life to a lot of cultures throughout history. The sea represents inclusive. Uh, we're within that life and we're holding the galaxy. And we like to think of that as, you know, we are putting together this inclusive, inclusive network of companies and individuals that are going to change the way society handles people who are blind or differently abled.
0: What services does Clusive offer?
2: Right now, we we have two classes, which that'll be expanding very soon. Uh, The two courses are, the first one is the professional skills course, right? And so that is everything from Gmail and Outlook, Google Drive and Microsoft OneDrive, so the cloud storage devices. We go into all the digital meeting platforms, Zoom, Microsoft Teams, Google Meets, We go into the peripheral utilities like uh, PowerPoints and slides, Excel and sheets, uh, for both Google and Microsoft. And we go into then uh, uh, accommodations and disclosures, um, and there's a couple more things in there. But essentially, the professional skills course makes it so that someone who's even a novice with JAWS, if they just have enough keyboard familiarity and they can, you know, open an email and log into something, they can get on our platform. Our platform is designed so that you know. Even someone who's a, a novice with JAWS and just has enough keyboard familiarity to log into their email uh, and click a link and uh, input their password can get on our platform. And from there, we start with a JAWS bootcamp that prepares them for the more technically depthy courses. And when they graduate from the professional skills course, they have the skills needed to enter the modern workforce, get a remote job, conduct a remote interview, and and do these things with confidence.
0: So this is basically how-to for people who have visual impairments themselves that are significant enough
2: that they use a screen reader? Or Zoom text, yes. Or Fusion, or any combination of the the aforementioned.
0: Oh, okay. So you do it for magnifiers as well as
2: screen readers? Correct, correct. We're more than double the minimum contrast ratio, and uh, we've gotten some pretty awesome reviews on from, from people on both ends of the spectrum there.
1: And these courses are Designed to be online courses, I take
2: it. Correct. That's the beauty of it, is they are remote and self-paced. All someone has to do is request Train with Clusive uh, through their VR counselor. The counselor will enroll them. And from there, that student gets an, or the client gets an email, and they just log in. And they can take it any time of the day, as much or as little as they want at a time, and progress through it.
0: And you said that's one of your offerings. What else?
2: Correct. So the second one is the fundamentals of computer science, which we designed to be more in the in the vocational rehab world. They refer to people who are sixteen to twenty two as pre-eds, right, or pre-pre employment transition services. Um, so pre-college or pre-going into a job. Uh, but we have the fundamentals of computer science as a career exploration pathway. Uh, we firmly believe that you know. Blind and low vision individuals are so used to using technology to navigate to, you know, improve the things that they can do in life and create more opportunities that technology is an amazing place for them to continue growing. We've also heard a lot of interest in people that are throughout the NFB youth and student groups and going into software engineering. And so our fundamentals of computer science walks people through using JAWS and an IDE or a code editor. Uh, to go all the way through building their first website with us.
0: Again, that's with either a screen reader or
1: magnification. Correct. And presumably you just started the company, you said, but presumably you have more courses in the
2: offing that you'd like to put together. Oh, we definitely do. Uh, the one that we're working on right now, I can't say exactly when it'll be published, but I'd imagine by the end of the year, we're going to have an accessibility analyst course. Um, there's a crazy statistic out there that, you know, 98% of companies want to test their software with people who are uh, differently abled themselves, right? But less than 40% get to or know how to or end up getting to do that. And we, you know, personally, how I built Clusive, right, is I myself, you know, I can learn screen readers all day long, I can research, I can do whatever I want, I will never have the lived experience of someone who is blind or low vision as of right now. And so when we Inclusive, you know, our company is seventy percent blind and low vision individuals, and them engineers, content writers, so on and so forth, all th- all different parts of the of the company, right? And that is how we delivered such an accessible, usable product. And so, this accessibility analyst role that we're going to be training to is getting our students to be trained to go do that at another company, where they can go help them build, uh, whether it's a banking app or whatever that company has to be doing making it the most accessible, usable thing possible and enjoyable to use.
1: I think that's a big deal, having the users of such a program or products be the actual developers. It makes such a huge difference. Even for products that are designed for sighted people, sometimes you look at an application or a product and you say, who designed this? They must have never used it.
2: Mm -hmm. There's two things I like to say about that. And the first of which is that The difference between accessibility and usability right the world doesn't talk about that enough accessibility in my mind is kind of like the laws that say a building has to have a wheelchair ramp right yes but imagine if the laws didn't say what angle that ramp could be at and so you know someone says hey my store is accessible by my wheelchair ramp it's at a 90 degree grade only arnold schwarzenegger can wheel themselves up this right but it's accessible i'm passing the law usability is when that ramp is at a 3% grade, you know, where everybody can use it. And a lot of companies lean on WCAG, 508, these accessibility guidelines as if they're the holy grail and they're not, that's a starting point. Uh, It doesn't mean that your app is usable. The other thing I like to say with that, to your point, Pete, is that a lot of companies, especially the big ones, they treat accessibility like a building inspector, right? They have no problem building a multi-million dollar house, or in their case, an application. But what they do is at the very end, you know, they've already put the doors on, the shutters on, there's furniture in the house already, <laughs> you know. They have someone come by and inspect and say, oh, well, it's 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 good or it's not. And it costs them even more money. When they integrate blind and low vision individuals into their engineering teams as accessibility analysts and QA, well, they know if every feature is accessible before it ever even goes into the product, right?
1: Yes. If you try to tack it on at the end, it just never works. You really need to think about accessibility from the get-go. Exactly. To your other point about accessibility versus usability, that's a big hot button of mine. My feeling is just because something is accessible, if I have a program, I may be able to get to every element on the application, on the screen. But if I have to tab 100 times and there aren't hotkeys to perform functions and make my work efficient it's not really usable to me. And that isn't really good in trying to compete with my sighted peers.
2: Well, Pete, I'd love to spin up a demo course for you on Inclusive and get and hear your feedback on that. Um, We're always trying to make the the thing better.
1: Well, you know, I was just about to ask you, what is the experience like taking one of these courses? And what level of familiarity with a screen reader does one need to get into these courses?
2: I get asked that by state agencies all the time. And what I tell them is that your client needs to be able to open up their email on a web browser and click a link and then input their password. From there, they're good. We want this to be accessible to even the most entry level of folks. Uh, The more delineating factor I would say is for for readiness for inclusive is keyboard familiarity, because that's something that we inherently can't really teach online, right? We can try our best, but that's not ever going to be a remote forte. So someone should know how to type. Yes, exactly. If someone has keyboard familiarity, knows how to type, then they're good to go. And uh, the experience, you know, when you log in, you're greeted by our sonic branding, right? So we have a sound that plays that identifies this exclusive. From there, you'll be set in your student dashboard, right? Where very quickly, it reminds you, you know, what course you're in. It says what profile you're on in case you're using a shared computer. And then you can continue your course immediately, or you can go into your statistics, right, what your grades are, how many hours per week you're spending, so on, so forth. And you can continue your course then or file a help ticket or a couple other things. Uh, in that dashboard, they can also uh, access our job hunt tasks, which is, you know, resources that are shared by us, whether those are internships, uh, great places to look for jobs, so on, so forth.
1: So, you offer these courses and you also have some resources that help people connect with potential employers.
2: Not only do we have resources, Pete, but we're partnering with some really big companies to try to create direct pipelines, right? Uh, there's a labor shortage going on in America. Um, for what reason? Socioeconomic reasons? I'll, that's a conversation for another day that I'll let CNN or someone handle, right? But no less, there is a labor shortage. And uh, we talked to a big insurance company the other day, they got 300 customer success roles that are open. And those are roles that you can grow in, right? You can become a customer success manager, you can become an account manager. And the entry level to get in there is really nothing that isn't covered in our professional skills course, right? And so we're partnering with these big companies to create specific pipelines and help people get placed all around the country. That's our mission.
0: Which is great, because in spite of the glut of openings, (laughs) there's still a glut of unemployed people with
2: visual impairments. Unemployed and underemployed. You know, that my personal ethos here is that, you know, I want to make the American dream accessible. I fought for it in Afghanistan. I believe in it thoroughly. I've lived it myself, gone from poverty to being able to start a company. I think that the American dream needs to be accessible. And that's part of what we seek to do.
1: I take it the economic model for this venture is that people generally sign up through their local rehab agency.
2: Correct. Uh, our business model is, you know, we sell directly to the state agencies as of right now. And then we also sell access to our talent pool on the back end to enterprises. A lot of enterprises are seeking to fill those seats from this labor shortage. uh, And they're also seeking to have a more inclusive and diverse environment. That's been a big focus point in America um, and across the world. But no one has really found a concentrated way to do that. Where do we get talent of differently abled folks? Well, Clusive is here to provide that. We're currently in about 22 states. You've come a long way in just a year or two. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I, you know, I like to say I don't know if we are the first. We've been told we're the first, venture-backed assistive technology company, meaning we raised venture capital, right? To build something in this space. And uh a lot of investors were super scared about the business to government sales cycle. They said, Oh, that'll take forever. And I said, Maybe. But I'm of the opinion that bureaucracy only exists when they want it to. (laughs) And we solve such a big problem that most of the bureaucracy has kind of just gotten out of the way.
1: I'm wondering what kind of support is available for these online classes. I mean, some people are pretty comfortable with a computer and don't need any extra assistance. But if people have questions or they're confused by the material, sometimes they need someone to clarify what's happening. How is that
2: handled? So we have an amazing staff of student success coaches.
1: And the student success coaches presumably give this audio feedback when people need
2: special help. Yes, that's what the student success coaches do. Sorry. Yes, yes. And so it won't be high touch because we do want to lean on independence as much as we can, right? But uh, they will be very available.
0: So there's basically lectures and then assignments. And then if the student has questions about the assignment or questions about the lecture, they can interact with one of these student success
2: coaches. Yeah. And kind of the content is laid out pretty streamlined, right? So we made it very simple because we don't want Navigate Inclusive to be the thing that takes the most time, right? We want that to be the cakewalk. Um, So we have three kinds of modules that you'll experience. One of them is the content module. It'll say the task name. It'll have the task rationale, right? Because me personally, I like to know why I'm learning something. Why does this matter to me, right? And So after the task rationale, it has the, the task steps, right? And sometimes those steps are a story. Sometimes they're literally one, two, three, four, five, six. Here's the JAWS commands. But that's the content page, then we have a check on learning, which is a small test, it's got the different types of questions to familiarize you with drop downs select boxes, radio buttons, so forth. Um, and then every module has a unit test. And it's the same thing, um, multiple different kinds of questions. And so there's not really any lectures. Um, there is some audio involved. Um, it's not just all listening to JAWS. Well, that
1: gives us a good idea of what the experience is like, and this sounds like a great opportunity for lots of people.
2: Yes, it's it's designed so that, like, you know, we want you to come in, understand what, what Clusive is telling you, and then go apply it. The application is what really matters here is, you know, you we're teaching you how to add an external camera to your Zoom call and blur the background. Here's how you do it, you know. So read how to do it, then go implement, come back and make sure you did it, you know, and and that's, that's what matters to us more than inundating anybody with, with, uh, with a lot of stuff.
0: Well, and one of the beauties of the way you've set up the courses is if somebody forgets some lesson that they learned, presumably a week or two ago, they can go back and repeat it and the teacher doesn't have to repeat it with the student.
2: Correct. And That is one of the biggest value propositions that Clusive brings, is Clusive offers a lifetime of learning. So when you get enrolled in a Clusive program, right, you go through it. It's a web app. After you graduate, you have access to the Clusive app on your iPhone. Um, Once you're on that app, you have that for life. And that application uh, will make anything that you need for the workforce reachable within five or six clicks. The upside and the amazing piece of this, right, is say... You go through Clusive and you get a job that uses Zoom, right? This company uses only Zoom. But a few years later, they start using Teams. And you're like, oh, I don't remember how to use Teams. I went through Clusive five years ago. Well, you click on the app, training, digital meetings, Microsoft Teams, and you got it right there in your fingertips.
0: You are listening to ISON Success. 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 Now, for this week's final item, how to learn more about the Clusive e-learning platform, including how to sign up to try it out and how to contact them.
1: Well, Luke, if people are interested in finding out more
2: about Clusive or
1: taking some of these courses, where would you direct them?
2: So, clusive.io, C-L-U-S-I-V.io. Uh, If you go to our website at that address, uh, there's a tab up at the top that says for students, for business or for government, Uh, whatever suits you best, you can find out more there. Uh, We're also going to start having a weekly webinar, which is really exciting. We're going to answer questions. We're going to have some amazing guests on there, Um, and we've got a podcast as well. And so for the webinar and the podcast, you can register to attend the live recording where you can ask questions yourself. Um, that'll be up on the website soon. But if you go to there today or in the meantime, just fill out a form and say, oh, you know, I'm interested in the podcast or learning more about Clusive. We recently launched our, our first episode of Ruthless with Clusive, our podcast. You know, it's it's pretty entertaining. <laughs> It's maybe P- PG-13, maybe rated R. Uh, we have some very real conversations, some funny conversations. And uh, it's good entertainment, but with a good purpose and talk behind it as well. And so, yeah, you can find us. Uh, all of that is on our, our website.
0: If somebody has a direct question, is there a phone number or an email address?
2: There is. Uh, people can email me directly, the CEO of Clusive. I want to answer your email. Not my assistant, not anyone else, me. My name's Luke Seminer. My email is luke at clusive.io. So L-U-K-E at C-L-U-S-I-V dot I-O. Do you have a social media presence? We do. We have a ton. We're all over Instagram um, and Facebook. Our Facebook, I believe, is Clusive Inc., So if you Google Clusive Facebook, or if you go to C-L-U-S-I-V on Facebook, you'll find us.
0: Although Luke didn't mention it, Clusive is also on Twitter as at Clusive Inc., and they have a YouTube channel.
1: And as usual, you can find all of that information in the show notes associated with this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net. That's it
0: for show number 2234. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about pole dancing for fitness. You may have the impression that pole dancing happens in nightclubs, but it can also be a great way to exercise and get physically fit. And it's very adaptable for people who can't see because you're always connected to the pole so you don't have to be fishing around the room for your equipment. We'll speak with Lauren back about their experiences as a pole dancer and how much they've gained from the experience physically and mentally.
1: And that was a learning experience for us, and we hope you'll join us next week if you want to learn more about it also.